Now, without further ado, let's get to the fan focus. All right, leading us off, it's going to be Nick Wilson on Deshaun Watson. I just think it's important Deshaun keeps playing and keeps it stays healthy, and he continues showing progress in different parts of his game. The Tennessee game was his first actual good game as a Cleveland Brown. Previously, he had had a good half. In, I think it wasn't the Pittsburgh game. A good half in the the first half, not the second half. That was a disaster. But he had a good half in the Washington game, and he had good moments in this game. So, like, Tennessee, even though he was better in the second half than the first half, Tennessee was his first good game. And that moved the bar enough that in the Arizona game, we all of a sudden can't give him credit for having a good game because, well, Arizona's butt. Which, again, is moving the goalposts. But I at least get that. But if you just say, well, he was good, but whatever, who were you playing? It negates the two deep throws that he made. And by the way, Those were deep, deep throws. He made some really good intermediate throws in that game as well. And this idea, this this back and forth that I think people have, where it's like, oh, if you if you mention the layoff, if you mention the suspension, if you mention the injury, it's that they're excuses. And why do people not want that? Because they want a definitive answer. Well, I'm sorry. Life is very rarely black or white. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the part. Life is very rarely black or white, and I think that's where the frustration does fall in line for a lot of Browns fans, including myself. I want it to be he's either great or he's not great, but I know and I can move on. But let's be honest, that's what the whole Baker Mayfield discussion was about, was it not? Is he great? Is he not great? That's the whole debate of it all, because he was living in that, 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 that just awful middle of are you great or are you not make up your mind please and he was taking too long to get there for the Browns comfort I can't do Deshaun Watson for three more years of wondering I need him to either be great or not be great and if he's not great then it's a disaster and I don't know what I'll do with myself except maybe just cry myself to sleep I'm not sure but at least I'd have comfort in knowing between the two whether he's going to ever be great or not and then we can make the adjustments going forward we're a couple years from laying down that plane, though. Uh, I just, I believe he's going to be good. I believe it. I have to believe it at this point. I believe he's going to be good. He made good signs in the previous couple games. Hopefully, he's on the right path now. All right, next up, Ken and Lima. Oh, man, they get on our buddy Double A. Let's hear this. I'm just being cussed out right now. Why are you being By cussed strangers out? on the internet. Because you, somebody, was it you? What's, what's Did you post the link that said our Deshaun Watson's best days behind him? That was the 720 segment. Yeah, we're going to have to. So you did. That was the 720 did, segment. So you did. So you did. Okay. Okay. And you got to be able to read the room and know that when you write certain things in certain ways at certain times, it's going to get people killed over it on the internet. And I'm just sitting here reading cuss out tweets. Well Ken, well, Ken is admittedly Ken is not used to getting that. I am used to it, so it doesn't bother me nearly as much. But I, but I didn't. But the problem is, is you should be upset too, because neither of us said his best days are behind him. No. Neither of us did it. Now, did we tackle that question? Is that is that an accurate assessment? Well, Mark Ross, Mark Ross said it. We tackled the we we tackled the audio. And I guess are there is there not enough and, room to put Carmen and Lima attack the question? I. Of whether or not Deshaun's best that, days are behind. That could be the next it line. seems that there are 240 characters that we could use, but 
No, we decided to go with that one. Well, let's read some of the replies. Please, go, please. Says, Gary says, well, this is toxic. There you go. Furry McBlanket says... Who would know yet? Media needs to get a life. You guys are the media in this one. There we go. Great. Awesome. I mean, isn't the whole point engagement? And that's not missing what Double A's job description is. Isn't the whole point engagement? If you guys talked about it, then he gets to put it out there, right? I would think. I I don't know. I side with Double A on this one. I thought Lima had a good level head to take on it as well. <laughs> that's pretty funny from Lima, though. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> he he pulled the he pulled the Deshaun Watson card on him when Deshaun he's like ah Deshaun you know how Deshaun Fima's take at one point was how Deshaun had never been ridiculed had never had faced any adversity because people had always loved him and then now that he was facing adversity that was very hard for Deshaun Watson he just pulled the Uno reverse card did the same thing on uh, on Ken there he's like Ken's never been hated Ken doesn't like to be hated and listen Ken Ken is not hated Ken is very beloved and so it is hard for Ken. To have people come at him in that way. I'm sure of it. People like myself, people like Lima, that constantly have people hate on us just for existing. Uh, it's just a little bit different. We've got a lot of nice people, too. Don't get that mistaken. But there are definitely, it's definitely an easier target for myself and for Lima in certain areas. And so it happens. It happens from time to time. Uh, I, I, I tell people all the time, though, if you wanted to get at me, you had to get at me years ago. Because I just, I got a wall up now. It doesn't matter. You, you can't get to me now. If, you, if you're going to do it, had to be years ago. But for people that haven't experienced that stuff, it's uh, it's a lot tougher. Maybe that's all that was. I don't know. I thought it was 100% fair by Double A. And honestly, Double A, at any point you want to sign up to go ahead and put the chapters for Overtime with Jonathan Peterlin, we'd, we'd love to have you. Love to have you here. That would be a demotion for you, though. So, uh, you know. We're not going to encourage that. This would also this would be an addition to your main job too, by the way. So I'm just going to add work onto your plate, and uh, nobody's thrilled with that. All right, next up. <laughs> Hold on, I, I got to tell you guys what just happened. So I point when I want a new a new clip and a new whistle and a new everything, and I'm sitting in a new chair today that I don't normally sit in, and I definitely just pointed at Jake, who is doing audio and nothing close to what Michael is, and instead of pointing at Michael, because I'm so used to just pointing with the right hand and just doing like a hit it, Johnny type thing, and that was that was awful. All right, next up. Funny for me, not funny for you guys. Uh, Baskin and Phelps. Really? We got Baskin and Phelps on weed? How do we unearth Baskin and Phelps on weed? All right, here we go. I was going to clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Baskin's thrilled. Still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Feel like I'm living in an alternate universe today. Here on Baskin at Phelps. I love the song. The song is so much fun. It's just a fun song. I, I just had that added to... It was to also a great concert. ...a few moments ago. Do you remember any of it? I do. Including screaming every word to this song. I, did they legalize contact high, too? I don't... Wow. Put it this way. I think the entire city was that night. I love that Baskin loves that song, because my dad loved that song, too. And my dad... I promise you, my dad never smoked a joint in his life, or marijuana, or anything. Like, none of it. None of it. And he loved that song. There's something about that song that people just love. I remember being 13 years old, my dad just singing that song and was like, oh, yeah, I like this one. 
Like, you like this one? The one that's like talks about like all sorts of different things because they got high? Like, I like this one. This is a good one. Uh, my first professional gig is a musician. I actually opened for Afro Man. No way. Yes, way. What? Yeah. That's incredible. Shout out to Levante Cash Johnson. I played a little guitar for what? him. Yeah. Where was good that times. at? Uh, Peabody's. That's incredible. He basically just like raps over his CD though, which was a little disappointing. There's not a lot of production in it, but it was. I mean, it, you know, it's still Afro. Do you think it's Menigan, a novelty? Do you think Menigan went to the concert? I don't know if that was for? the one. I mean, he's um, he's toured like for for years. He comes back every now and again. How many people were at the Peabody? I would pay money to see Afro Man. I would say around uh, probably like a couple hundred. What was cover charge that night? Uh, it was like fifteen bucks. I'd pay fifteen bucks for the three and a half minutes. If you if you have that song like that. Do you just sing that for 12 minutes straight? Well, that, but then also Colt 45. Colt 45 and Tuesday. That's, I mean, that's my favorite of his. He need. also, he wrote a song about the feds, like, raiding his house for, like, fault for wrong reasons. No, just do the two that I know and do it for 12 minutes each and then repeat and go back again, and we can call it a day. That would be fantastic. I always wonder about that with the, the one-hit wonders, and he's got more than one, obviously, because we talked about two, but, like, the one or two-hit wonders, what they do for their concerts. Like, do you just... Do you just do that version? Do you do the remix? Then you like extended version and just keep going? I don't know. It's incredible. <laughs> Pointing to the right guy this time. Congratulations to me. Nick makes fun of Kevin Stefanski. I gotta I gotta consider co-opting. We have options. Whenever I'm just asked anything, like in my, my personal life, you know, like when when Ness, because inevitably half of marital fights come down to what are you gonna have for dinner? So, like, hey, Ness, when Ness asked me, like, uh, what, what would you like for dinner? I have to say, hey, we got options, babe. And when she says, okay, but what would you like? I'm like, hey, I'm evaluating all my options. And I realized the true genius of Kevin Stefanski. Like, I just want to run through the ideas here. The utilitarian nature of this. Hey, Kevin, is Miles Garrett the front runner for Defensive Player of the Year? We have options. Okay, all right. All right who's, who's the best team right now, Kevin, in the AFC North? We're working through all of our options. You got, you got to, because right now you got one of the options this weekend. You got an opportunity there. Okay. Uh, one play to win the game. Run the ball, pass the game. Pass the ball. We have options. What's your favorite color? We have options. Who's the best Batman? Like I said, we have options. The best Joker? We have options. If you could have lunch with any historical figure, living or dead, who would you choose? We're working through all of our options. Intense. If you had to choose between a hoodie or a flannel when it's cold outside, where are you leaning? We have options. He went on for another like minute and a half. It was <laughs> I, I I think I I called it at the right spot, but he's right. He's right about Stefanski and Stefanski's lack of a an ability to tell us anything at all. But I I just don't think Stefanski knows. I think that's where he's at right now. I, I genuinely don't think he knows. If it was me, I would stay Dewan Jones on the right side. I'd have Hudson on the left side, and I'd call it a day. <laughs> Lastly, Ken and Anthony, as we round out this Browns discussion. What is the ultimate goal this year? Is the goal to make the playoffs? Is the goal to yeah, go as far I think as you possibly was, can? I think it was the playoffs. All right. That, and, and I think that we should take the goal and make it an expectation. Now, I, I understand that you're not going to win every single week. I get that, and you know, I, hell, Pony called me up yesterday and said, "Guy, I'm looking at your schedule. You guys shouldn't win less than 11 games." I go, "Okay, well, we're we're off and running here now, aren't we?" I mean, this is after the podcast. He called me up, and then I hear Mark Ross, and I gotta admit, I heard Nick and Dustin. And it was kind of, well, you know, they got a decent defense, and the defense got better, and now it's an elite defense, and 
you know, now we're, we're past Deshaun Watson. Well, was he good? Well, I don't know if he was good. Was he good? Do you think he was good? I don't know. There were a couple of passes that he was good. And, well, he overthrew Marquise Goodwin and got Marquise Goodwin hurt. He had Marquise Goodwin open. Well, I don't think that he was necessarily that open. Well, I think he was open. Well, this and well, that. I go, come on, we got to get going here. I mean, it, it, we're at the middle of November. We got to get moving one way or the other. If you don't think that they're any bit of a contender, fine. If you don't think they're a playoff team, then fine. I'm not saying you. I'm saying everybody. But damn it, I, I go. Where's the expectation here? I don't know. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. Is the expectation changed for this Browns team? Do they need to be a playoff team to satisfy you? Wait to that. We'll also get to the Cavs as well. What does Deshaun have to do? More to come. It's overtime. With John and the Beatle here with you on the fan.